Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist recommended. This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. If you are a wine lover like myself and you gotta have it for your bachelor reviewing parties, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge, So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member exclusive pricing. What's in the box? On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses try firstleaf.com slash roses creams and serums are made of 70 percent water 15 percent preservatives and emulsifiers leaving only around 15 percent for the active ingredients that your skin needs but luckily now there's fiber skincare 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums, and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. 
If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. Uh, Clues has played an IFI today, and he is out. Out of the business, taking a a day off. Can can I believe it? No. And uh, I have a special guest with me today who is going to help me co-host. Joining me today is writer, director, editor, and one of my oldest friends who has MCing skills as he's already hosted eight of our friends' weddings, Court Donahue. Thank you so much for having me. You know, that's a uh... It's quite a lead in, but let's see how those marriages pan out before uh, you. <laughs> yeah, really what are your percentages me? so far? I mean, have you emceed a divorce wedding yet? Not yet, but uh, it's all pretty new. So we'll have to see. It's kind of like the gains and the follower fall offs. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Right yeah, now, we're seeing a tell. lot of gains. Yeah. But once you're right off now, the we're air, seeing a lot of gains. Yeah. Once you're off the air, mm-hmm. you, you never really know what the retention rate is. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully, you gave him a good enough performance to go the distance. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I feel like the <laughs> marriages generally hinge on me when I officiate. Yeah, it's. I always it, think when I go to a wedding, I'm like the officiant. That is really kind of the canary in a coal mine. You know, it gives <laughs> you an indicator one way or the other. A lot of marriages have been uh, the late host of The Bachelor, Dark Lord Harrison. Oh, yeah. What you his know, percentages are. That is true. That's actually uh that's something he and I have in common. I just am now realizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are kind of the same. Uh we are going to get into all of the goings-ons in the Bachelor Nation. For this ser- first segment, we will be discussing what uh what led court to where we are today and where the bachelor. Bachelor in Paradise, Golden Bachelor are at today. This is Game, game of, of Roses. Roses. State of the Game. Court, my first question for you, as one of my oldest friends, do you remember me before The Bachelor? It's, it's a bit of a blur, but yes, I do. <laughs> before you it know? took a turn. Before I tried to figure turn. out where that was. I think it was a nameless talent agency that you were working at. I feel like for legal reasons, we can't get too specific about it. Oh, yes. Nameless talent agency. That's definitely where I was working when we met. And I was I was not quite. Uh, not quite doing bachelor related content for my living. I know, but I will say you were so happy then. Whenever you worked there, it it was just yeah every day. Yeah. It was an adventure mm-hmm. that you could not have been more excited about. You're like, you won't believe where I got dry cleaning from today. 
You know, like every day we celebrated my joy at the bars, <laughs> just yeah. drowning in joyous happiness. We did play a game. <laughs> guess which brand of stapler I ducked today for a couple weeks. For legal reasons, this is a joke. <laughs> they were never law. They were never staplers. They were much they- heavier. <laughs> you know, sometimes words this is not related, but sometimes words can have just as much of an impact as staplers. And then sometimes words don't hurt enough and you need to pick up something off a desk. And you need a stapler. (laughs) (laughs) The Court Donahue boss method. Uh, Well, no, look, according to uh, your former bosses, plural, all imaginary, who knows? Who knows? Uh, After that, I worked on a couple TV shows, Bad Judge, where I met Chad. And uh, then the good place, but you can really kind of see the, the bachelor illness. I was gonna say you could kind of see the the reality seeds starting to take root, even mm. at those times. You know, the you madness. had a bit of you had a bit of a creative wandering eye. You know, you were working on these shows, but you know your true passion obviously was lying with with the the wonderful game. Uh-huh. Our beloved game. <laughs> you uh you've met you met Chad now at every event that I've ever thrown. Uh what what was your first impression of him? And uh what what kind of similarities do you think that you two have? Well, I'd say he's my first impression was grounded. Grounded mm-hmm. and practical. Practical. Yeah, A practical salt, man. Salt of the earth, probably. Um, people person. In some ways, sure. he's very practical. Yes, he wears the same outfit every day. <laughs> that's one. It's one definition of practical. Yeah, definitely. Um, I yeah. I mean, I found him to be very kind, very charming, very willing to talk about anything. Uh, you know, including plans mm-hmm. for death, what you want to do with your body uh, mm-hmm. after you pass. I. Are you, you going to be frozen as well? It seems pricey. Yeah. What about just well, the head? Yeah. I, I I would investigate the just the tip method. <laughs> just my hair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How high <laughs> up my body can we go and still yeah. bring me back? Like just a brain? Just a brain? Full head, just some hair? Brain? Fabricate me out of some DNA. <laughs> Apparently, that has all the information in my body. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested in that. I mean, he did leave me with a couple a couple pamphlets that. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's. I good. will say I didn't throw away. Hmm. So I mean, great design. <laughs> if anything. Yeah. Um, I was trying to get him to go to the uh, the cryo feast for a while, where they all meet up. Uh, the people who are going to be frozen. Is it is it the feast though? Is there? There is a feast. They do a feast every year. I think they did a special one for an anniversary. Oh, (laughs) no! I don't think fattening you up is important for the process. You just have to freeze the body as soon after um, the death as possible. It couldn't hurt though, right? Like if I was someone running a cryo space, and I'm like, look, it works Mm -hmm. for bears. Who knows if it helps, but it couldn't hurt to just fatten them up. 
you sound exactly like a person who's working at the cryo place. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone who doesn't have to deliver on promises. Absolutely. <laughs> Court, you are, you are coming to this podcast. You are coming into the bachelor. What is your, what is your first, what was the media that you were into growing up? If you weren't watching the bachelor, what was your first experience with the bachelor? If I wasn't watching The Bachelor, I would say my first like true reality TV would have been Survivor, mm. like most people. Um, took that pretty seriously. Used to make a little pillow fort alone to watch it in, you know, when they were making That's their shelters. so wholesome. <laughs> Except for one time when I, it was like a night cam. It was like an episode that was all night cam footage. And I was mm-hmm. like, I thought I was sympathizing so much with the players because I was like, I'm getting chilly, I'm getting cold. And then uh, yeah. just ended a habit of having really bad food poisoning and not knowing that that was like coinciding with the broadcast of that episode. Oh, but Jesus. I thought I was just that sympathetic, but really, uh, no, I was sick. Um, <laughs> and then Wow, I was- so Survivor has affected you physiologically. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I, I am watching like, um what's it called? Alone. And oof. I think about what kind of a shelter I would make all the time. Oh, dude, that's clean as hell. Yeah, I love that. I love that show. It's so good. I would think it would be really boring, but I really like it. It's so it's so relaxing. I do love the fact that no one interacts. It is relaxing. I feel like there's <laughs> that's the purity to it. It's no one ever interacting. Everyone with just films else. themselves. Yeah. And, but it's also like there's an element of it that's kind of like when you're watching a Final Destination movie where you're just like you're waiting and you're like how's this person gonna die and it's like with alone it's like well how's this person gonna fail out yeah because and, everyone has to leave but one yeah and sometimes it's really obvious someone's like cutting towards themselves with like a really big knife you're like well <laughs> we know how that's that you know how they're fail- failing out yeah <laughs> So you started with Survivor. Do you have any idea of your earliest memories or earliest bachelors or bachelorettes that you knew of in the zeitgeist? You know, I always knew it existed. If I'm trying to like pin down a bachelor or bachelorette, I can't I can't do that with any kind of accuracy up until COVID season. I always knew that I was like it had been something that adults were talking about. You know, it was something that was always kind of around in the sphere. But um, I think I kind of like at the age when it first premiered, kind of lumped it in with news. You know, I'm like, if adults are talking about it, it's like the stock market. It's like the news, CNN. not going. Oh, my God. Do you remember how horrible the news sounded when you were a kid? Like so complicated and like boring (laughs) when you say as a kid yes because i still feel exactly (laughs) that same way (laughs) totally like as i feel now as an adult knowing nothing about finance or numbers when people talk about the stock market yeah it's like i still don't know it's the same experience like when i'm on acid it's like just like (laughs) statler and waldorf just like blabbering back and forth and i'm like yeah 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 no totally yeah bad time to buy no great time to buy Full market could be could be good could be bad. Yeah, well, yeah. depends on uh, how you got in. Are you the matador? Or are you the bull? 
you know, you don't just officiate weddings. You had a wedding yourself. You married one of our good friends, Vivian. Beautiful I, wedding. I did. Yeah. I got married. Uh, she uh, she had a close encounter with someone from Bachelor Nation. Do you remember what this is? Do you know uh, which Bachelor person she has the phone number of? Oh, God. She told me, but the thing is, she has all her pop culture references are so incorrect that <laughs> she could have told me someone and mm -hmm. it would be like if I committed it to memory. I would be remembering the wrong thing. So no, tell me what she told you and then what you later found out. She, she told meant. me it was Colton Underwood, the first openly gay bachelor. Oh, wait, where? At a music festival that oh. she was working. And then he later tried to get tickets. <laughs> we don't try to publish hearsay on this podcast. So we'll just say we don't know what it, which one it was, but... Uh, Vivian is doing on-the-ground reporting in the nation nonstop. And, Maybe we should uh, just do wonderful. a regular segment where she just uh, just texts him a question that you have. But it sounds like it's coming from her. You know? <laughs> Great. Oh, my God. Was the fence jump real? She just texts him <laughs> randomly. Hey, hey, still working on those tickets. Quick, quick cue about that yeah. fence jump. <laughs> <laughs> perfect that yeah. works for anything still working on those always the lead and still working on those ticks two years later that's so funny <laughs> uh well court thank you for sharing with me you know your intro to the bachelor have you been watching any of the seasons recently have you watched golden bachelor at all i've been i've been focusing my energies on golden bachelor i have to yeah say. Yes. Do you like it? What brought you into it? What hooked you? Honestly, it was the fact that everyone seems like really kind of sincere about it. Like that's already, you know, I think like 20 somethings, whatever, when you normally are like kind of playing the game, you're like, oh, yeah, like mm -hmm. kind of got your whole life ahead of you. Time isn't of the essence. The ulterior motive thing seems like a huge factor. But the idea that maybe for the someone, wrong reasons, yes, yeah, not not it, it feels like a show full of you know four TRRs, honestly, mm -hmm. just because it's like, yeah, oh, we got listener terminology, oh, we got a listener, <laughs> we got reader behavior, <laughs> we got a book buyer, we got it all. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it definitely feels like it's way more sincere in the you know, especially because I believe, uh. I have to believe that four of them or like, you know, whatever, like 40% of them don't even actually have social media or were only like encouraged to get it after getting on the show. Mm -hmm. um, also, even just seeing how a lot of the people playing don't understand the mechanics of the game. And maybe mm -hmm. that's just like some like fucking high level gamesmanship being like, what's that? It may what's, have been. What's that envelope? <laughs> what's that rose? What's happening right yeah. now? Why are there I candles? know they had that in the show. What is that envelope? <laughs> why are there can why are there yeah. so many candles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it could just be uh, you know, it could just be some brilliant strategy. But yeah, I don't know. I think that I think that was actually what kind of like I was like, all right, I'm actually doubly down on this one. I I definitely 
I feel like you're not alone, that there's a lot of people who came back to the franchise with Golden. And I hope that we're going to see some of the sincerity translate through into other seasons. So far, we're not really in Bachelor in Paradise, but I'm hopeful for Joey Grazia Day, the next Bachelor, the tennis pro, uh, that that season will will carry some of it. And Charity's season, I thought, was really well done as well. I'm also... We're, I think we're on the upswing. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm also hopeful that just, you know, a bit of the duplicitousness and uh, kind of backstabbing still does make its way into Golden. You know? Mm, I don't yeah. want, like, uh, I don't want, like, a Teletubbies version of The Bachelor here. I do, mm-hmm. I do still want some nefarious... You, you miss know, Kathy, is what you're saying. Do I? <laughs> so much. Zip it. well court thank you so much for discussing the state of the game with me today now we are going to get into the portion of our program in which we discuss how everyone's play is affecting them in social media and we'll talk about we'll talk about some of those uh bip and golden players and whether they are on instagram or not and how that's going for them this is This week in games. Golden God Gary and his senior players dipped a little bit this week in the ratings, shedding about 15% of the numbers from last week, which is par for the course for a Bachelor franchise show. But even with the dip, the Golden Bachelor still crushed the rest of the Thursday night lineup with a 0.5 in the demo and 4.15 million viewers. CBS's Josh Duhamel created Buddy Games, and that was Gary's closest competitor with a 0.3 in the demo and 1.9 million viewers, followed by Hell's Kitchen on Fox and a rerun of Law & Order SVU on NBC, both pulling in 2.9s in the demo with 1.9 and 1.7 million raw viewers, respectively. And Son of a Critch on The CW pulled up the rear with a 0.1 and 300,000 raw viewers. And in the 9 p.m. time slot, BIP Season 9 maintained third place across all broadcast networks with a 0.3 in the demo and 2.28 million viewers behind Big Brother on CBS with a 0.5 in the demo and 2.5 million, 2.58 million viewers. And the season premiere of Transplant on NBC, which got a 0.31 in the demo with 2.65 million viewers. BIP did manage to edge out a new episode of Lego Masters on Fox, with a 0.2 in the demo and 860k raw viewers and a rerun of Children Ruin Everything on the CW <laughs> scored a 0.0 in the demo with 200k raw viewers. And now for our crown gains, Gary Turner gained 7.4k Instagram followers this week for a total of 66.8k. Now for his top golden bachelor Instagram gains. Susan Knowles gained 4.3K for a total of 7.1K. I just have a question. 66.8. Who's that comparable to? Who's that like a celebrity? Who would you put that on the level? I don't think you can really monetize unless you're at like 100. So are we talking, is he over or under Vanilla Ice? I would assume Vanilla Ice probably has millions of followers. Some of these gains, I will say, they're pr- the lowest they've ever been. And is it worth reporting on? Has even 
you know, some of them are are just not that much. But it's just like the Instagram games is kind of how we know who's playing well. No, totally, totally. I was just curious. I was like, is this guy now, you know, Vanilla Ice or better? Not. I think he's worse than Vanilla Ice. But he is also God, so. I just checked. What? How many? I just checked. Vanilla? How many? Yeah. Yeah, 516K. 516? Oh, that's not very good. I feel like he should be better for all of his hits. Now for the top Golden Bachelor Instagram gains. Susan Knowles gained 4.3K for a total of 7.1K. The dancer from Young Country, Leslie Fema, gained 4.2K for a total of 12.1K in second. 4TRR pickleball player Ellen Goltzer gained 2.4K this week for her Love Level 3 swan song exit bump for a total of 4.2K. For her Love Level 3, Teresa Niss gained 2.2K for a total of 7.5K in fourth. And get to the chopper IFI player and hose drinking enthusiast, Faith Martin gained 1.9K for a total of 7K. And going to the top five golden Instagram chart, Leslie Fema is first with 12.1K. Despite not being in the document, Joan Vasos roses to second with 8.6K. Teresa Niss is third with 7.5K. Patty James drops down to fourth with 7.5K. And let's not rob her of those 29, 29 followers. So 7,000. 7, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Faith Martin, yeah, rounds out the top five with 7K. What's the drop off after elimination? I know Patty James took the hit, mad disrespect. But I mean, this... she was a night one player, so it's amazing that she's stayed in the top five for this long. But she had a big bump because her son was the bachelor. Um, usually you get followers. Probably your biggest bump is going to be the episode right after you're eliminated. And then you'll probably get half of that the next week. And then they'll really trickle off. Is it That's is the like big is the well, two questions? One mm-hmm. is the big bump. The week you get eliminated because they think you're going to talk shit. You're going to spill some tea. Like, you're like, well, I got eliminated because everyone's like, I want to see what they have to say. And then the other question, part B, is Mm -hmm. did she get a bigger bump from her son being on The Bachelor or her being on The Bachelorette? Or Bachelorette? She, She was basically cut out of the first episode, except for saying, my son was The Bachelor. I do remember that. So, yeah, she got pretty much all of her followers from her appearance on Matt James's season Mm. and being Matt James's mom. Um, Yeah. So these numbers, they're not good. There are, you know, Joan Vasos has actually like broken the mold and she is gaining weeks after she's been eliminated in part because the parasocial plays she's doing are so incredible. Um, Part. You know, she's in the contention of, like, who could be the first Golden Bachelorette. I don't know. So we have some interesting games this week, uh, including one of our, including our number one top VIP Instagram gain, Samantha Jeffries, the mother of the poop baby herself, gained 9.1K for a total of 24.9K. Sand Crown Rachel Recchia gained 9K for a total of 559K in second. Pinata rapper Braden Bowers gained 8.7K for a total of 44.3K in third. 
John Henry Spurlock gained 7.5K for his continuous welder prop work play for a total of 31.2K. And truth or dare newbie Jessica Garrod gained 5K for a total of 110K in fifth. So we got, you know, a huge bump for Samantha Jeffries for her suffering, which I appreciate. And for Recky and Braden, who had this very steamy Bachelor in Paradise one-on-one date this week. Not too shabby. Moving on to the top five VIP Instagram chart. Rachel, Rachel, Rekia. 559K. You gotta love it. You love to see it. Yes. Still at the top. The animals men from the north, Blake Moines, is in second with 431K. Tyler Norris, 118K. No, no slouch. Jessica Garad, fourth place, 110K. Also not slouch. And then Avon Jones, 104, coming in like an FM station. Hmm, nice. <laughs> top five BIP TikTok chart, Rachel, Rachel Reckia, still not top spot, 138.1K. Jessica Garad. 94.7K. Oof. Almost to a hundo. Almost in that 100K club. In third place, PP with 44.5K TikTok followers. And then Tyler Norris, about half that, 22.1. And fifth place, Kat Izzo, our season's villain, 15.6K. So, you know, we're, we're seeing... Not that much movement. People are pretty much keeping what they're coming in with. A few, you know, tens of Ks gains for some of the people who are featured. What do you think that's about? Do you think it's just just bad PSP or? I mean, we're constantly trying to figure this out. Like people used to come like to hit one million when they would come to Bachelor in Paradise. And now it's just like. This isn't even a shadow of that. It's a shadow of a shadow of an echo of an echo of that. Um, but I think it's just, you know, the market is saturated. People followed, followed as many Bachelor people as they want to. The ratings are lower. TikTok has become so much more prominent than Instagram. Although I still would like to see some some TikTok people, people come out of this more. But Joan Vassos, she's she's creating. You'd like to see some crossover. You'd like to see some crossover between TikTok to Instagram to uh not so much some crossover, but I'd social. like to see some people utilize their appearance on Bachelor to go viral on TikTok. And now for the portion of our program in which we discuss all the goings-ons in the nation, in the news. This is Bachelor Nation News. Former Crown Michelle Young hit us with a launch this week. A hard launch. The Miss Basketball finalist and inventor of the Michelle Young deep Instagram scrub revealed her new relationship with Jack Leis on Instagram with the caption, Hit the jackpot with you. Leis, based in Minnesota, works as a sales consultant for a local insurance brokerage. This is Young. Clues. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find Ooh. the perfect T-shirt. Yeah. Um, because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. 
Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long-sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they're both so comfortable. It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Game of Roses is sponsored by BetterHelp. Clues, uh, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And if you keep them all bottled up, it can affect you negatively. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You might be taking care of your physical body, but are you taking care of that beautiful mind, Clues? Yes. I have benefited from therapy greatly in the past. Uh, It has helped me get through stressful experiences, manage boundaries, learn coping skills, you know, the... The whole premise of life is is kind of a, a, it's a lot to undertake, and therapy can help with that. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do to get started is fill out a brief questionnaire, then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues, it is springtime. It is the off season. It is gore girl summer. The weather's getting warmer. Thank true. Dark Lord Palmer. And it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and cowls, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul, get those staple pieces, and I found quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces keeping me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I got the cotton modal scoop neck tee. It is so cute. It is literally the first thing I reach for in my dresser when all my clothes are washed. You know those special items. If you are not like Clues, who only wears one outfit. I'm Quince head to toe at this point. I'm a Quince boy. (gasps) I'm a source boy, Quince boy. You got no idea. I'm wearing Quince t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince long sleeve t-shirts, Quince pants, Quince sweaters, Quince pants. I'm Quinced. (laughs) Just call me Quinced. King Quinces, they call me. I love Quince. Okay, Quince. Uh, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Be a Quince King yourself or Quince Queen. Go to Quince.com slash roses for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash roses.
Dung's first public relationship since ending her engagement with her season 18 ring winner, Nate Olukoya, a year after their final rose ceremony. Good job, M. Young. Pickleball lifestylist and face player extraordinaire Ellen Goltzer reveals she's been contacted by old boyfriends since appearing on the show. The retired 70-year-old one teacher describes the recognition as a surreal experience. Quote, people use that word a lot, but it really is. It's almost like an out-of-body experience where you don't think he's watching me, but I don't think that's really me. And then when people will come up to me and say something like, oh, I know you, or people are reaching out from elementary school. I went to Forrester school with her. It's crazy. Read her skeletons for her past? I think I would have said, what's up? Maybe it might have been different, but they lost their chance. Lovely Ellen. Sorry, I'm in contention for Golden Bachelorette. Why are there only three hometown dates for Golden Bachelor? You might be wondering. ABC's Senior Vice President of Alternative Series, Rob Mills, clarified on the social media uh, now called X. The worst part of this was the ladies thought there were four hometowns, and due to the one-hour format, we could only do three. Thank you for clearing that up. Is yeah, feels like that didn't they could have told them beforehand, or people showed up. To yeah, the probably would have been less less crushing. <laughs> or people showed up to the airport and they're like, "Ooh, bad news." Sorry for the yeah. confusion. <laughs> Sandra Mason played a sabbatical last week, choosing to miss her daughter's wedding to participate in a group date on The Golden Bachelor. Despite the significant personal event, her daughter and son-in-law supported her. Mason saying, my son-in-law said to me, mom, (laughs) the ceremony is eight minutes. The marriage is forever. He said, go, go. My daughter, she said, mom, I found my guy. You go find yours. They were both a little perturbed that I was even considering not going because of their wedding. (laughs) They'd each been married before. She's almost 51, he's 53, emphasizing the importance of finding her love and agreeing to the FaceTime with Gary. Though Sandra received a rose for her dedication, she was eliminated the subsequent week in the red wedding of hometown rose ceremonies. Love this backstory because it did seem quite shocking, the, uh, the general facts of it. Golden Bachelor player Susan Knowles reacted to Gary's photo with mother. Susan, regarding Gary Turner meeting with Chris Jenner, said, I was like, how dare you? You were there and you didn't call me. He was saying how lovely they were. He said they made us stay for dinner. They didn't want us to leave. I go, really? You're going to rub it in now? I thought we were friends. Susan hopes one day she'll get to have a sit down with her doppelganger. I've gotten that for 20 plus years. I think I remind people of her because of the short, dark hair. And I like to dress. I don't know. I've had this haircut for a long time. I admire her brains, how she took that and made that business and through reality TV, no less. With her girls, every one of them are famous. I would just love to sit down and talk with her. I think she's beautiful. I always take it as a compliment when people compare us. Fans supported Clayton Eckard's legal battle this week through a GoFundMe set up by Bachelor Nation journalist Dave Neal and Reality Steve. They established this GoFundMe. He's representing himself in court. Uh, The money is used so he can hire an attorney. Uh, Several legal battles within the Arizona court system. Um, They had already raised 3.2K when this article was written. 
and now their goal is 5k um for a lawyer clayton eckerd legal fund but their goal is 5k for a lawyer i guess so what it, it feels like low like too low too low <laughs> well feels... after this after this goes out who knows okay now it's at 7.5k of their mm. goal. oh then now they now three now, now he's getting off yeah no totally also I wish there was some kind of like court TV like filter on their live stream where you're like, show me anyone representing themselves in court. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the only thing I would fucking watch. I mean, yeah, they were live streaming this, which I which I did not have any idea. But if you just knew you're like, who's who's their own lawyer today? I would that's like I couldn't even I would get nothing done. This uh, this court case is really wild. Uh, what's it for this basically this woman like claimed that she was pregnant with twins and then like she maybe never was pregnant and no there's all this there's little to no fetal dna clayton said when he took a paternity test she says it's not accurate it's uh it's really wild the sonogram was from an influencer like years ago or something Ooh, she she copy pasted huh yeah that's gonna hurt you. It's in court. like I would have been better at that. Yeah. <laughs> I could have made you get a little real nice, journey. Get a little get mid journey sonogram in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh like, my god! What? I sent a picture to court yesterday of a little baby in a costume, and then court was like, "I think that was AI," and I did not even realize it, but I think it was. But it was I, right. I already got tricked. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was AI generated. You can just tell. They're really cute. Happy birthday, Groceries Better Half Serena Pitt turned 26 on October 25th, and Gore Girl Jason Tardick turned 35 on October 24th. Happy birthday. And now for the portion of our program where we discuss all the goings-ons on our phones, on Facebook, on Twitter, threads, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. This is... The parasocial play, 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 play of the week. Smile player Mike Johnson celebrated being elected the 56th Speaker of the House on X, formerly known as Twitter. He retweeted Bachelor Bob, whose tweet said, Mike Johnson, the 56th Speaker of the House. And Johnson said, been working a lot behind the scenes. Crazy laughing emoji. 154.2k views, 1.3k likes. Same name. Wowzer. Davia Esther contradicted the edit on Instagram this week. The sauce wars are alive and well. She posted via threads. A, she posted this screenshot of her little Chiron that says Davia, age 32, and she put it on threads. I'm 26, not 32, at Bachelor in Paradise. What's going on here? Typo. Sloppy. That really matter though. I mean, you're saying cut it. No, 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 no. I'm just like maybe 32 is more gravitas. Why are you trying to? You could be 32 for like you know six years now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> lean into it. Yeah, just I keep agree. 32 for six years. If I were 26, I would say I'm 32. Yeah, and then just Until don't now. go over that. Yeah. Until you never you go know, over it. Verifiable experimental play by uh by our our uh our co-host court donahue here i i love it 
so creative. Always thinking. You're an artist. The Poetry Lounge goes golden. Leslie Fema posted a spoken word art via IG. The caption reads, a poem I recited to Gary the first night I met him. Thank you at Golden Batch ABC for sending it to me. Uh, yellow golden heart, rose, red rose. Hashtag the Golden Bachelor. Hashtag Bachelor Nation. Hashtag Team Leslie. This parasocial offering garnered 36.5K views and 1.5K likes. Ellen Goldzer posted an incredible swan song to Instagram, a single image with the cap- of her and Gary with the caption, saying goodbye to Gary was not an easy thing to do. I was falling in love and I hadn't felt those kinds of feelings for a guy in years. This experience taught me so much. I'm so thankful to everyone at Golden Batch ABC. I have a new lease on love. I know I can fall in love again. And like my best friend Roberta said, never say never. So ready to find my forever person. I wasn't ready for so long, but I'm so ready now. Golden heart emoji, rose emoji, 2.4K likes on the evocation of her PTC with Roberta. It's heartbreaking. And does it kind of feel like she's like, make me the next one, right? Like she's like, yeah, but she's just, all of these are. She's lofting it up where she's like, yeah, you know, I wasn't before, but now, I mean, come on. I mean, now you've opened the floodgates on me looking for love. You got to do it. They're all competing at this point. It's, it hasn't been named, so we, we shall see. Well, in similar news, Poop Baby <laughs> makes late night? <laughs> Sam Jeffries posted a joint post with BIP this week, an interview with her of her with Jimmy Kimmel, re-her bowel movements, revealing she'd had several. The caption reads, breaking news with that Jimmy I'm Kimmel live. <laughs> I finally went. Toilet emoji. Smiling poop emoji. Mildly pleased emoji. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. Hashtag Bachelor Nation. Rose. Hashtag Bachelor Nation in Paradise. ABC. Hashtag BIP 2023. Hashtag Bachelor ABC. Hashtag Jimmy Kimmel. Hashtag Jimmy Kimmel Live. Hashtag Breaking News. Hashtag ABC. Congratulations on making it onto Jimmy Kimmel from the show. While not live in studio, I was very impressed with this. Especially like for a night one player to be featured like this. Our resident villain edit recipient, Kat Izzo, posted a few tweets after last week's Bachelor in Paradise episode that contradicted the edit. Hashtag sauce wars. She said in tweet one, so my hair was braided and I was sitting at the picnic tables during the eye roll of Davia coming in and then magically appear from another spot with my hair up to say hi to her. Makes sense. Hashtag bachelor in paradise. Second tweet. I would never waste a perfectly good cake. PSA. I didn't throw my cake in the ocean. Hashtag bachelor in paradise. 77.6 K views for that one. 9.5 K views for the hair braided one. They made it look like she threw her cake in the ocean. Jessica Rod went viral with a TikTok about glitter. The caption read, glitter, this is alternating caps and lower caps letters, is her whole personality. Hashtag Bachelor Paradise. She posts a lip sync about liking serving and then quick pops of everyone that she covered in glitter on sand. 423.5K views for this video, 35.8K likes. That's, That's what fun. I'm saying, like 400,000 a- views for this more than those CW shows. We got Tyler Norris reenacting his reaction to Kat Izzo's birthday cake being thrown in the ocean. He got 222.7K views and 12.9K likes for his video. All of these were strong plays. 
However, there can be only one winner. Our parasocial play of the week goes to Charity Lawson. We love to see the most recent crown at her peak, getting her first perfect 10 of the season on her dances on Dancing with the Stars and getting another perfect 10 on her parasocial plays as well. She posted via Instagram stories this week at Game of Roses. All the hoojus I did on Dotton really helped prepare me for this moment. At who Hug Jumps had posted best dance inspired hooju of all time, which she was reposting. You all better be voting for charity every week on Dancing with the Stars so she can win another democratically elected award, the Mirror Ball, to pair with this parasocial play of the week. I love how charity is just crushing it on Dancing with the Stars. And of course, beautiful, beautiful tag of Game of Roses. Um, we didn't forget about those creatures. However, we have three creature plays. Nick Vial and Natalie Joy welcomed their newest member of their family, Steve. We got Jeff a brother. This is um, a, little, a little cute dog. That's nice. Katie Bigger's playing with this little pup on uh, TikTok. Feeding, she's eating berry. She's eating something and feeding the little creep, the little dog. He's cute. He or she or they. Uh, uh, all these were strong creatures, but Teresa Nist is our with our creature of the week. She posted on Instagram, Soccer Nana and Mom on this gorgeous October day. Love watching our boys play. And so does Scooter. Dog emoji, soccer emoji, leaves falling emoji. Several images of the family with this cute dog, cute family, fall themed. Congratulations to Scooter for this award. And now for the portion of our program where we dive deep into the pit and we discuss how our relationship to The Bachelor has affected our life outside of The Bachelor, if we even have one. This is... Screams from the Pit! My scream is, I was dealing with a personal emergency this weekend in which I was spending some time in the hospital and my loved one was speaking with their first doctor who came in and this doctor i literally you know this is a loved one you think your first thoughts is god i hope this person is competent you know i hope they you know heal my loved one i my first thought when i saw her was you would be great on the bachelor (laughs) she had the look she had the look and she had the charisma and she made us feel better about being in a freezing a sub-zero space in the hospital, freezing. And uh, this is my scream because I didn't talk to her about it, but I thought about it, of being like, are you single? You would be great for this. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> seem like scream. the right time, huh? No, wasn't the right time, but... What, why not? <laughs> why, why not, though, Piz? It's, I... You don't never want to interrupt someone when they're doing their job, I guess, you know, make it worse. Seems like a really stressful job. What's your scream, Court? <laughs> well, I've got a couple. And oh, perfect. You can, you I can... did ask Court to co-host this with me and 
I was like, your only homework is you have to come up with a scream. Of course you did more than one and you read all of this stuff and I really appreciate it. I, uh, I take it seriously. A plus student. I don't know if you're doing it out of our friendship or because you think you're in some sort of a Truman show situation. So, well, the fact that I am being recorded makes me feel like it is for our (laughs) friendship. So one of the things, if I had a mini scream, it would Ooh, be, terminology of the pod. Look at you. You know, I was on a flight recently to a wedding in Chicago. Hamsters? And, and yes, for hamsters. And I saw a little bit of merch, but it was a 4TRR shirt. And Amazing. at first I was like, wait, is this someone I know? Is this a friend? I even went to the bathroom, walked past them. They were in a middle seat. I was putting them through a lens of, are you observing plain protocol? Oh, you were evaluating. Yeah, I was evaluating on a higher standard. And they were Uh meeting, they were meeting all of those higher benchmarks. Incredible. Perfectly well behaved. uh, (laughs) Didn't cough into (laughs) anyone's mouth. So if you recently were on a flight to Chicago wearing a 4TRR shirt, someone was watching you. And I didn't want to. You were in their own Truman show. You didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't want to compliment them on the merch until the flight had completed. And I felt like they had acquitted themselves well. Oh, my God. Is this a process you put other people through for other things or just people wearing my merch? Just people wearing your merch. I would say I did also, even after I gave them the congratulations, it was really hard to get out of the mode. But other than that, that is a good scream. <laughs> Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. Uh, it's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is gonna feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven day oh. program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by get this 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you got to have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized, the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights. 
if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you. And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix. Just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, Mm. my favorites, and they were so delicious, and I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my, my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh, wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member-exclusive pricing What's in the box? on every order. <laughs> Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash roses to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash roses. Tryfirstleaf.com slash roses. Sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura Frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of Skabooli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really. You know, I love that it was so easy to set it up. I've recently learned I'm not good at uh, building things and I need an easy install. And this only takes about two minutes to set up the frame using the Aura app. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected, come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to your mom's frame. She'll be grateful it's not another sweater and she'll love the frame to see more of you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code ROSES at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) hamster. (laughs) It was just slightly late. Court, thank you so much for joining me today and co-hosting this one with me. I know it's a it's a special language, and you learned it just so well. And uh, you're one of the funniest people I know. So I was so excited to finally get you on the podcast. Well, I'm flattered to be here, and it's a it's a language that wasn't hard to learn because I've been a fan for a, a couple of years. So thank you for so having me. Sweet. Thanks, Court. And before we go, what's that dwab at? It's been 7,890 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then 